Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. FOMO, or the fear of missing out, is a way to create excitement or interest, especially on social media. But on this episode, you're going to learn how to create FOMO for live streaming as well as for your virtual events. So we're really excited to have May King Sang on. Uh, we're going to be talking about FOMO. You know, as I mentioned, it can be great to build excitement and to get your audience to pay attention to you. Uh, but there's a lot more to that. And obviously, a lot of people need to figure out, you know, how they can apply FOMO to pretty much everything they're doing. Isn't that right, Jim? Absolutely. And uh, we've got the the queen of uh, FOMO with us here today. Uh, Mate King is amazing. I've known her for a few years now. Uh, and we've been at conferences and I've seen her in action. And so really excited to be able to explain to well, not us, but May King explain to us how FOMO can make a huge difference, not only in your live streaming, but your virtual events as well. Fantastic. So I'm going to go and bring on uh, May King and uh, let's let's talk with her about this. So May King, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. Great to see you, May King. Great May to see King, you, Jim. What, what, uh, what exactly got you started uh you know, into live streaming to begin with and this whole FOMO thing? So um, I've got a bit of a disclaimer, first of all. <laughs> I'm not a live streamer yet, but I've been invited on plenty of live streams in order to uh, generate FOMO for uh, my clients. So that, that was my uh, wee uh, disclaimer to, uh, to begin with. Um, uh, but it's so important, so important. If you imagine your live stream uh, as a TV show, um, you know, we need to get people buzzed and excited about it. So we need to create that FOMO to get people to tune in. And if they missed it, we need to create FOMO afterwards to make sure that they don't miss, miss the next episode. So um, I've been a huge fan of, um, of people who do live streaming, huge fan of people who uh, are creating FOMO for their own shows. But I also am hired to help uh, create the buzz and excitement uh, for people's uh, live stream uh, shows as well and virtual events. Fantastic. I mean, so, you know, as you mentioned, you've got to get people talking about things. We've got to get them excited about FOMO. Um, so I want to I have a question for you. And that's, you know, I, I kind of alluded to this when we started. But can you tell our viewers and our listeners, what is FOMO? And then as a business owner, why really should I care? That's a great question, Christian. So let's talk about, uh, let's um, let people know who are not down with the kids know what FOMO is. It actually means the fear of missing out. And the reason why I explain that is because when I first announced myself as the FOMO creator, I actually did get trolled. Um, and a few people said to me, FOMO? I don't want FOMO. I want JOMO, the joy of missing out. 
But do you? Do you want the joy of business owners missing out on your business? No, absolutely not. So in our business, in our live stream shows, FOMO is actually a very good thing. We want to create that buzz and excitement before and in the lead up and live and after our um, events uh, and our uh, stream shows so that we are effectively creating content for the lurkers. And in creating content for the lurkers, it means that when it's time for them, when the time is right for them, they will come and buy from you. But as you know, being in business, we can't just thrust a business card at someone and say, hey, buy my stuff. We can't just write that social media post and say, hey, buy my stuff. Here's my discounts. We need to uh, prove our worth. And in proving our worth, we have a five-step plan to FOMO, uh, which uh, I'd love to share with you if you guys wouldn't mind. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, um, I mean, this really applies to business as well as uh, generating the FOMO. But if you have got a community already, then you can create FOMO. If you don't have a community, then you need to start creating it. So my five steps of FOMO is B for brand. Okay. Everything, absolutely everything starts with your brand, whether it's from your bio, your photograph, um, your first post or your first tweet or your LinkedIn uh, recommendations. You know, what is the image that an, an awareness that people have of you when they're lurking on your stuff? Ah. Okay, uh, is uh, for relationship building. Of course, we need to build relationships with people. And it's not necessarily the people that we're talking to. It's actually the people who are lurking on our stuff. So uh, relationship building is so important in our business. And then A, B-R-A, A for authority. This is where we can showcase who we are, what we do, that we're good at what we're doing, and we share our knowledge. Okay, so this is what I call pre-FOMO, as it were. So as you're building your community, you're showcasing that you are a leader in your field, you're helping people out by writing blogs or sharing articles and so on, talking to people and helping them with their queries and so on. And then N is for notoriety, which is basically get famous <laughs> and showcase to the world that you've been on TV, radio, you've had some great uh, client testimonials, um, your, your clients are really, really happy and you're showcasing all of this. And then D is direct communication. So when the time is right, you're, you know, you're generating that FOMO by building your brand, building relationships, showcasing your amazing. Um, and um, when the time is right, you will get your potential clients who will connect with you, uh, which is D for direct communication. So five steps of FOMO. If you don't have a community, you need to do all that first, uh, first and foremost. And if you do have a community, continue to create content for the lurkers by creating pre-FOMO, as I call it, live FOMO, which is your live streaming show, and post-FOMO, what people have missed out on. Awesome. Awesome. So, so May King, that, I mean, that, that's, I love that. I mean, brand, what a great acronym to use for those five steps. And uh, I think that's actually the first time I've heard that. So uh, I, I have FOMO now, but now my FOMO is over. Um, so, so May King, what would be the, um, the next thing in regards to uh, what do we mean by FOMO for live streaming? So remember, we've all got the attention span of a gnat. We're all competing with Netflix, 
with television, with radio, with our children, with our pets. You know, we're, we're competing for all of that attention. So you've got a weekly show or a monthly show, however you show up, okay? We need to get people so buzzed and excited about what's coming up. And writing one post to say, hey, I've got this next show that's coming up on, you know, uh, every Wednesday, you know, six o'clock or whatever, is not enough. Okay, we need to really create that buzz and excitement by maybe creating trailers like a, you know, trailer to a a movie. We need to let people know uh, what the what to expect. And we can do that in several posts. You know, we we need really need to let people know why they need to turn up and what they're missing out on if they don't turn up and give people the excuse to turn up. Um, And that is what I call pre-FOMO. Then you've got live FOMO and live FOMO is exactly how um, as it sounds. So when you have your streaming show and you've got people who are engaged with your stuff, whether it's on Facebook or on YouTube and then, you know, they're commenting, you know, give them the time and recognition for tuning in live, you know, do, do engage, bring up the comments like you can do with the fabulous stream yard, you know, and really engage with the people who've taken the time, who, you know, take time to tune in to your show you know they've ignored netflix they've ignored their children they ignored their parents or their, their pets but they're hanging out with you give them the respect that they deserve for tuning in live and then of course you've got your guest as well you know interact with them live on the show and if you can give some amazing surprises on your show that will be even more amazing and then of course you've got post fomo so the show's over but you've got replays you've got you know um you know, maybe a summary, you can create some um, some content as a result of the show, you know, little snippets to let people know what they've missed out on and what they're going to see next. And it's a rolling thing. So if you, you know, if you imagine that you are like um, a, a TV show that has a series and you've got, a, you know, an episode every week, you need to do the constant marketing, your pre-FOMO, your live FOMO, your post-FOMO and get people buzzed and excited. Um, and that's, uh, that's why um, FOMO for live stream is really really important and for virtual events as well awesome fantastic i mean this this is some great information gem i mean i i'm just i'm getting excited just thinking about this and i'm i'm over here thinking about like all the stuff that i do and i'm like you know there's some gaps there's areas where i need to work on some of these things so this is fantastic learning about fomo um so i do i want to throw a bit of a side question into this and it's the fact that Um, So for somebody like you mentioned going through like the five steps for FOMO, how long should something like that take, by the way? Do you know, that's a great question, Christian. And I mean, it depends. It depends on how, um, you know, to you to use the marketing terms, you know, how warm is your audience? You know, Uh, and, you know, if they're ready to buy from you and they're already buzzed and excited, but they're still sitting on the fence, there's obviously something a little bit more that you need to help them, you know, push onto the other side. Um, but of course, not all of your audience is going to be warm. Some of them might be cold. Some people may not have heard of you and so on. So it depends on 
how you want to maximize your time for your show, for your particular audience, and also your goal uh, in mind at the end of it as well. So, you know, one of my clients, uh, they had a digital challenge. Uh, They had a challenge where they wanted to get as many people onto the challenge itself. So that's a pre-FOMO that I created. Then we had the live FOMO, uh, which is the, the challenge itself with the bits and pieces that I did. And as a result of that, their goal was to basically get people to buy their program at the end of it. So a five-day challenge, get as many people into the challenge as possible. Day three, start selling the product and then selling the course and then, um, you know, hopefully get people to buy the course. So from, um, I think it was uh, 12, uh, is it 1,200 people who got into the challenge as a result of the live FOMO, they actually had a 5% conversion, which is not bad, 5% conversion of those 1,200 attendees. Uh, and that was a result of a, a, um, a coordinated social media strategy and a, a FOMO campaign. And in total, I think that took, um, I think it was about two, three weeks in the lead up before, during, um, and then um, and then uh, the actual course itself. So that was two weeks. But then for some you know, for some events or, um, you know, conferences, because um, they don't have a ready-made audience, they're building the FOMO and building, sorry, they're building the brand, raising awareness, uh, building relationships and so on. Um, that was a three-month uh, campaign in order to get people, um, you know, over onto buying tickets for the conference. So it actually depends. And then recently, you know, with, um, you know, with StreamYard, we, you um, we had a fabulous uh, conference and I created FOMO for them recently. Um, we had, um, yeah, I think it was a week, uh, a week's leading time, 10 days, I think it was, uh, 10 days where we created pre-FOMO, then we had live FOMO, and then at the moment we're creating post-FOMO as well. So it really depends on your goal, what you want to achieve. Uh, secondly, um, how how ready are your audience you know and what you know what goal is it that you want to marry with your audience and all those factors um in between really really help so hopefully that answers your question <laughs> no it definitely did um you know i know and, and i realized i mean there's definitely you know there's going to be uh, some people who go through that like quickly you know there's people that are going to maybe take a little bit longer um so but I like the fact that, you know, you talked about like really depends on your warm audience um, and, and the fact that, you know, you said 5% of 1200, I mean, what's that 60, I think, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, I want 40 and 50 and 60%. I mean, that, that's hard to get, right, Jem? I mean, you know, getting a lot of people to, um, you know, to really buy into something, especially if you're, you know, if they're just a warm audience, um, but they're not entirely sold on you yet, or the time's just not right for them. Um, so uh, one other question for you, and that's, you know, so we talked about this for live streaming. I know the next big thing is virtual events. So in again, terms of FOMO, it's, um, like, depends on your goal. You know, if your, your event is uh, really to raise awareness about who you are and what you do, a uh, FOMO needs to sit on top of a, co- a good coordinated social media strategy, really, to be honest, for it to work. So uh, my tagline for my business FOMO creator is, 
um, bridging the gap between social media and PR. And so if you don't have a good enough social media presence already and you want to try and get people to your conference, then creating FOMO is not enough. You're going to have to do a bit more, you know. So do you have an email list that you regularly email to? Do you write a social media post to try, you know, and to build your audience as well as let people know about your up-and-coming events? You know, those are the kind of things that you need to do on top, um, you know, uh, in addition to uh, to the FOMO. So, um, you know, a conference that I did uh, last year, for example, from scratch, this was um, actually the year before, before we were allowed to go out and play pre-COVID, they built a Twitter account and an Instagram account from scratch. And they knew that they wanted to get people to their physical conference. It was a podcast uh, conference in the UK uh, for anyone thinking of starting up a, a podcast or levering, leveling up their podcast. So we had a three-month strategy, social media strategy and FOMO strategy on top of that in order to get people there. Um, and um, they had a target to get 80 people. We smashed that target. Of course they did because they have the number one FOMO creator here. <laughs> And we had, I think it was over 110 people who attended the conference. So now we've got this conference and, you know, this following on Twitter and Instagram. And they absolutely, you know, loved what we did at the conference. Can't wait for the next year. COVID happened. But that's okay. We went virtual as well. So in that virtual conference, um, you know, we had to we had to build a bit of a lead in to you know get people to to that event so um i think it was maybe um i think it was a month time frame this time uh, because we've already got that following there and throughout the year we've shared great content and so on so within that month we reminded people that yes with covid we're still here we've got a conference it's epic it's virtual uh, and all the rest of it so there was a, a leading time of a month that time so hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea idea of uh, how FOMO works and um, it needs to work in conjunction with a good coordinated social media strategy. Meg King, along along those same lines, you, you mentioned a couple things. So do you feel like, are there some social platforms that are better for creating FOMO maybe than others? Or do you think it, it does it matter? It actually doesn't. So I'm renowned for being a live tweeter and uh, Jim and I, we've uh, competed friendly uh, competition <laughs> between the two of us to get to the leaderboard and, and be above each other. So Twitter is traditionally renowned for being the place for your event to generate uh, FOMO and generate content and so on. Um, but I've created FOMO just on Instagram stories. I've created FOMO just on LinkedIn. I've also created FOMO on Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and uh, Facebook all at the same time. <laughs> so, um, so in a nutshell, it actually doesn't matter. It depends where your audience is and where you want to draw uh, people from. So actually, I did a conference um, a few weeks ago uh, for a lady in the States, um, and uh, she didn't think her audience was on Twitter. We did a little bit of uh, tweeting, and actually, um, because of the tweeting that I did for her conference, and also I did it a little bit from my own account as well, we actually managed to get more people 
to the event. Um, you know, so uh, don't discount the platforms that you're not on because you never know. Um, obviously, go where your customers are first and foremost, and the people that you want to come to your event. But don't be too dismissive of the other uh, the other platforms. You know, maybe add one and then maybe one other if you want to, or if you really want to go gangbusters, go to all of them. Interesting, interesting. So, May King, how can a business create FOMO when they are live streaming? Because, I mean, I know people live stream and businesses are being told, oh, you should be live streaming, but how do they create FOMO so either one, people will keep coming back to watch the next time, or who knows, might actually want to do business with them? So, I mentioned before about the pre FOMO, the live FOMO. And the post FOMO. So in the la- in the pre FOMO, it's not enough to put up a LinkedIn event or a Facebook event and say, "Come to my show." It's not enough. You need to do a bit more than that. You know, um, I don't know if you chats remember the fabulous film, uh, The Truman Show, um, which was a fabulous film by uh, Jim Carrey, and his character did not know who's being filmed 24-7, apart from when he popped into the bathroom. Now, us, as business owners, we have the control. We can create our own Truman Show, and we can decide what goes out onto social media, but we do need to write more than that one post. So if you've got a weekly show or a, um, a, a twice-weekly show or a monthly show, we need to, you know, do some, um, you know, do some pre-FOMO in the, uh, in the uh, lead, in the you know, in the lead up to your event to let people know um, when it's on. But it's not enough just to say, hey, come and join me on my show, you know, where we've got this special guest or whatever content it is. You need to let people, you know, give people a reason for them tuning in. Why is it that they're going to tune in? What are they going to expect? Um, How amazing is it going to be? You know, that kind of stuff. And create, you know, several posts in the lead up to that. Then you've got live FOMO, as I've said. So live FOMO, of course, you're going to be going to be present uh, to use my um, dear friend Marissa Kelly, who's a live stream producer, to use her words. um, You've got to be present. So if you've got a guest, obviously you're going to show up for that guest. But the people who tuned in live as well, do make sure that if you can't um, look at the comments live at the time, um, then definitely go in afterwards and reply to each and every comment because you're creating content for the lurkers there okay because people will lurk on your stuff look at your comments and if you're not responding to the comments it's kind of like you giving a high five and people not responding although with covid we're not supposed to do high fives but you know what i mean (laughs) and then of course post fomo so post fomo is the quick summary so what do people miss out on so do you summarize it in the form of a blog post or do you do you know um do you do a quick video say oh my god you know this show was so in so amazing these are the major points that you missed out on and if you want to watch a show here it is and share a link and do that several times you know so um currently i'm listening to a, a show and um you know a podcast interview and i'm live tweeting whilst i'm listening to the the podcast interview and i'm extracting all golden nuggets from the things that I've learned from that speaker uh, for that, uh, you know, for that podcast, uh, for that podcast, and putting that into, you know, onto Twitter. And, um, you know, I could for clients schedule tweets so that they roll out, you know, every few days as opposed to doing it all in one go as well. So don't forget, guys, 
pre-FOMO, live FOMO, and really give credit to people who tuned in live and replied to each other. Don't just like the comments, engage in the comments because other people are watching those comments. And then post FOMO. Just in case you missed it, here it is again, or you know, write a blog post. These are the five takeaway tips that I got from the interview. What did you get? And there's lots of great content you can extract from there. Awesome stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, this, this is great. I mean, and, you know, I love the fact, though, that, you you know, Jem, you and I talk about this quite a bit. And it's the fact that after you finished a live stream, for example, a lot of people are very quick to move on to the next one. Um, and it's not just about, you know, OK, I got to go repurpose this, for example, like repurposing is part of the equation. But it's also making sure you're constantly keeping people you know, aware of this. I mean, when you think of like even like I'll use a TV show example, you know, for somebody who watches a TV show or, you know, uh, you watch uh, even a video online, for example, there's ads and those ads are there to remind you, hey, you know what? There's a show coming up. And it's not to say you have to advertise necessarily. It's that you want to try to stay, stay top of mind. You know, you don't give everything away. For example, in your in your post, for example, you give pieces that are enough, I think, to get people to feel like they're missing out on something so that they do want to tune into that next piece. So anything, anything else you want to add there, making? Yeah, I mean, you're right, exactly right, Christine. And just like those ads, you'll get different variations of the ads, okay? So we need to do the same with our live shows. You know, don't just say, oh, in case you missed it, here's a link to, you know, last week's show. You know, maybe take an extract from the show and showcase that and, you know, tag that guest that you may have had. Because, of course, if they see that, you know, if you mention them again after the show, they're going to love it. You know, so they'll click on like or they may comment. And, of course, we want to try and show... Um, show our live stream show to as many people as possible. And so we can do this by making the link to our show as useful as possible. And as you know, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on uh, on Twitter, we've got this algorithm, right? So basically, in a nutshell, you know, our social media uh, platforms want to know whether the piece of content we've just shared, whether it's useful or not. And if it is useful, if it's got a few comments underneath it, then it's going to show it to more people. And in order to do that we want to try and entice people to stay onto that link as, as soon as possible so you know that one show that you've got whether it's now or 45 minutes you probably got about 30 40 even dare i say 60 pieces of different pieces of content that you can sh- that you can share from that one show yes it is hard work but so is being in business <laughs> and if you don't want to do it then if you can afford to you know outsource it get someone to do it for you um and you know don't forget the uh, the fleets the twitter stories the linkedin stories the instagram stories as well don't forget to schedule your tweets you know and repeat as many times as you want to on that one show and yes it is hard work but who said being in business was easy <laughs> love that yeah and you know so this has been an amazing episode uh, I want to have one other question, I guess, for you, May King, and that's just really where can people connect with you? On all the socials, of course. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. So, so is there a certain username? Is there a certain place that you know you kind of prefer to them to go? Yeah. So, uh, my name is May King. That's M A Y K I N G, and I'm on all the socials as Making Tea. Making, making tea. Get it. 
<laughs> laughing at my own joke so you can find me on twitter you can find me on instagram uh, you can find me on linkedin as uh, making sang uh, as well so connect with me there um so th- this is a this is the funny bit uh, at the end of the show where people say oh can people find you uh, where can people find you and uh, people expect a website and i rebelled i decided to start my business <laughs> without a website and i know people will be up in horror oh, what do you mean you don't have a website uh, it's in the process but come and find me on the socials and you can ask me about FOMO there. Fantastic. So I want to thank you for uh, joining us for episode 59 of the Launch Your Live podcast. On this episode, we discuss how to create FOMO or fear of missing out for live streaming as well as for virtual events with May King Sang. Remember, if you need help with your live streaming, contact us at Launch Your Live on all of the social channels. Uh, don't forget, you can also message us as well for consultation on our Facebook page. Again, that's at Launch Your Live. And for more information on this particular episode, go to launchyour.live forward slash EP59. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot for tuning in, everyone. Bye. Bye. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.